Hi, this is Dan Sullivan. I'd like to welcome you to the Multiplier Mindset Podcast. Our free zone transformation success story today is in a field that has really grown enormously in strategic coach over the last 10 years, and that is entrepreneurial healthcare. I had a sense because of government legislation and the way things were forming technologically in the world probably 20 years ago that healthcare was going to be a big entrepreneurial field because if you were in healthcare, whether you came out of uh, medical school or some other specialty in healthcare, you were going to be confronted with a decision whether you are going to be an employee of the government in some form, or you're going to be an entrepreneur. And less and less do I see any territory between those two choices. You're either working for a very large bureaucracy and you're very regulated. You have very, very little choice in how you develop yourself as an individual and organizationally, or you're going to be an entrepreneur and you're going to be looking at particular problems in the world that are not being solved through the conventional healthcare approach, government and corporate bureaucracy. They're simply not solving it. And you're going to create a specialty. You're going to create value, but you're going to do it through being a unique ability entrepreneur, and you're going to have unique ability teamwork. I'm really happy to hear Eric's story because... In this particular year, 2021, we come out with our second major market collaboration book. The first year was Who Not How, and it's been a success that's quite a bit beyond our expectations. So it's sold far more. It seems to be having more impact than when we got together to plan it out. Book number two is The Gap and the Gain. What I love about some of our coach concepts, you're very excited when they come out and you hope they have a good shelf life. But the gap in the gain is just one of those that if it's 100 years in the future, it'll have just as much impact and meaning as it did the day it came out. And I remember exactly the morning when that first got diagrammed on a flip chart because someone in our strategic coach program was so deep in the gap that he was starting to negatively impact on the entire workshop. And I had to to find some way to cut off the negativity. What I love about Eric's take on the gap and the gain is that he introduced it to his entire team. And he's in the great state of Utah, where we have so many great entrepreneurs, South Jordan, Utah. Eric tells the story that his staff, once he showed them the difference between the gap and the gain, they liked it so much that they challenged him to come up with gap situations so that they can transform it into the gain. We'll show you there's no gap situation that we can't transform into a positive. My name is Eric Roman, and at this point in my life, I just consider myself an entrepreneur. I have been in the past running companies in the healthcare space, and now I have six different ventures that I currently am, you know, leading thanks to the who's in my life. So online education, one-to-one coaching, EOS implementation, like I just, it's a bunch of random things. And then that's like, first and foremost, all of the coach schools, and there are many. The gap in the game is the one that I 
come back to the most. Time and time again, I have to come back to Gap and Gain. And so, you know, we could talk a lot about what we've done within the business. So inside of our business, Gap and Gain, it's not a tool, it's a rhythm for us. And so we have a quarterly habit where we have to, as a group, spend time together recognizing our gains and validating them and putting them there. Because if we don't spend time recognizing our gains, nobody will. You know, we operate in EOS, visionaries and integrators. So like my right hand inside my company, we have now created a weekly rhythm of gains, of celebrating our gains. And the whole idea came from, you know, I mean, just like all the examples in the book, but when you end up in this spot where you feel like you're not making any progress, where you're working, but nothing's happening. Well, we started looking at these gains and I've got like 11 or 12 gains sitting up there right now. And so, you know, the power of it is that we recognize that when we see our gains, we give ourselves confidence to build a bigger gap and to push through our gap, right? So those weekly rhythms have been really critical inside the business. But the place where it's had the greatest value for me has been in my home and with my family. So there's a number of different stories we have there about the game. Again, again, it's my favorite tool to teach my children. We teach it on a regular basis. Like many people in the past year, we have become homeschool instructors, right? Homeschoolers. Man, like that has introduced a whole new set of pains. And so when you send your kids to school and they come home and you say, hey, what did you learn at school today? And they say, nothing. It's like, fine. When you're the homeschool instructor and you ask your kids if they learned and they say nothing, that's a point of inner turmoil and self-admonition. And like, you want to talk about pain and... The interesting thing is that our kids have no insight to the gains that they're experiencing inside their lives. And I thought back to when I was that age, like you just go through the world's created a structure for you and you walk through. Well, what we started doing is we started going through the process of validating, isolating, and talking about the gains. One of those examples was my son, who at age nine, all of a sudden went from loving education to hating education. And he was crying every day and super frustrated. And we later discovered he was dyslexic. He had hit the point where he could not survive without addressing his dyslexia anymore. And so the kid could barely even read two sentences. 12 months later, He has this massive stack of books in his room that he's been reading through nonstop. And the amazing part is that it wasn't until we went through the game exercise and said, hey, we do it on a regular basis. We also do it on an annual basis. So we have like our big, we just had it at the beginning of the year. So we had our big game conversation. What's changed in our life just from one year ago right now? And when my son brought up, you know, how it is, sometimes you have to point it out like, hey, by the way, how about all those books that are stacked in your room? He was like, oh, yeah, I read 48 books this year. We're like, wait a minute. What was your reading like the year before? He's like, oh, I couldn't even read. Huh. That's kind of interesting. 
So with all of our children now, we've actually incorporated that into our homeschool routine because it's supported us as parents to help us know that we're being effective in what we're delivering to our kids. But not only that, man, I can't even imagine what I would have done with being able to be aware that I was actually learning when I was learning. Now they have this awareness, even the teeny tiny little gains, that's part of it too. Like you're pushing like, hey, like, what did you not miss today that you missed the last time you took that quiz, right? Like, so just little tiny things, but it's given them power. And so now my oldest daughter, she's just 14. And yeah, she was the first one to start getting the gap and game experiment several years ago. I remember several years ago, like, you know, she comes late at night. It was like 10 o'clock. Everybody else is in bed. She's got tears coming down her face. And she's so sad. And she comes in and she sits down to me. And this is different because she's been being fed Gap and Game for quite a while. So she just sat down and she started telling me all the answers. And so she started telling me about how she was struggling with the gap that she was experiencing at school and how she didn't feel like she would ever get there. But you know what, Dad? I remember us talking about the gap in the game. I think about it and I look at all the things and all the gains and all the wins and all the growth that I had. And it just gives me the confidence to know that if I keep gaining that much, I don't have to be worried about this gap. Because I know I'm going to get there, right? I know that it's okay. And I'm just sitting there. I mean, <laughs> I remember like 10 o'clock at night, I'm trying to do something. I'm just thinking, am I just receiving all of this? Is all of this happening right now in front of my eyes? So in our home, as a tool for our children to have this confidence to reach for different things in life, because for the first time, they can see the progress that they're making at an early age. I didn't discover it until I think I was 34 or 35. What are these kids going to be able to do with their lives? Having this tool at 7, 8, 10, and 12. There is no other educational content required here. There's not like a high school degree. It's all there. Part of the entrepreneurial lie, I'm a coach. And so... So many of the entrepreneurs I work with are living this lie that everything's about what they're doing in their business. It's like, if you split me down the middle, let's talk about this. But the power of so many of the tools, and in particular, in my opinion, more than any other gap and game, is how universal it is. We are whole people. What happens at home doesn't stay at home. It goes with us when we're at work. What happens in our business doesn't stay there either. It goes with us at home. That's actually what life is all about. It's about being connected to things that are occurring. And the gap in game is the most powerful tool to be able to harness and leverage that power no matter what point in your life. A couple of years, it'll be 50 years since I started coaching entrepreneurs. And I've just met so many talented, ambitious, creative entrepreneurs who achieve enormous breakthroughs, who create great value, but they never get any reward for it because they're always measuring themselves, their achievement against an ideal which is not achievable. So it doesn't matter how successful they are, how much of a role model they are to the outside world, people admire them, but they don't get any reward for that. And that's simply because of the way they measure. 
And I think with the gap and the gain concept, we've shown that you can never measure forward against an ideal. You can only measure backwards against where you started. Even if it's not exactly what you thought you were going to achieve, it's positive. You feel like you've made progress. You feel like you're growing. And it puts you in a position where you're even more excited to even take on greater goals and achieve greater progress. Mm -hmm.